0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Tonight I have a very short story. It's a true story. It happened to me. But it takes a little bit of explanation to understand the story. You see, there is something called writing to one's rebbe. That means that we write a letter to the Rebbe, or whoever's Rebbe it is, and they ask for brachas or whatever, explain different challenges we're having, and the Rebbe writes back a letter. This is how it's always been for centuries, that if a person not in the same physical place as one Terebbe, they write a letter. Well, with the Lubavitcher it's not so easy, because Lubavitcher Terebbe is buried at the oil And so, how do you write? I mean, how do you get an answer? After all, the is buried. So, chasidim, what they do is, they write a letter, just the same as they always wrote a letter to the This is the situation. This is the challenges I'm having. I'm making such and such a chlatah. In my learning, my davening, and my reaching out to other yidin, and stuka, giving him stuka, and would the Rebbe please give his dasa kacha. Would the Rebbe please um, give his opinion and holy opinion in bracha? And the person takes the letter and mails it to the mailbox. But today, of course, there is no place for the mailman to deliberate. So, what we do is, we do actually send, some people do send the letters to be read at the Oyo, at the Deva's gravesite, and then torn up and placed at the gravesite. Other people take the letter and put it into an, um, in, into a book of the Deva's letters. There are, I don't know how many, 39 volumes, 40 volumes, 30. Fifty. I don't know exactly how many volumes there are, of the Deva's letters that he sent to various people, various organizations, and these are public and they're put together in books. And so what many people do is they write a letter to the Debe and then at random open one of these books and read that letter, perhaps with their mishpia, with their mentor, and try to see if there is a... Instruction that fits for them if there is a advice or insight that will help them in their challenge. And so this is what people do. They write letters. Some people put them at the oil, at the death's gravesite, or send them there to be just placed there or read there by somebody. Others put them in books. Some people do both, of course. Actually, most people probably do both both ways. Sometimes this way, sometimes that way. But the point is, as the Rebbe put put it regarding his father-in-law, the previous Rebbe when he was the talik, the Rebbe will find that a way to answer that when it comes to a tzaddik, tzaddik lo ves, a tzaddik does not die in the regular sense. Perhaps their physical body is buried and so forth, but the neshama of the tzaddik and the, the tzaddik as a person. Uh, Lomais says about Moshe Rabbeinu Lomais, says about Yaakov Avinu Lomais in the Gemara. And this is what we believe. So the other night, as I do every night, I look inside the book of the Rebbe's letters, have in mind more or less, maybe a specific question, maybe not a specific question, maybe a specific challenge, maybe just... Whatever. And I read one of the letters, whatever, maybe a half a page or maybe a quarter of a page. But the other night, I was totally exhausted. It was a hard day. It's a hard week. It was very, very late at night, much too late for me to stay up. And I had many things on my head, that is, many challenges and so forth. I just felt like, you know, I'm over my head, I'm overwhelmed. And I'm so tired, I'm so exhausted, I'm only going to read one line of the Deva's letter. That's all I have The pray for. It's so late at night, I'm so tired, I have to get up so early. One line I can read. So I opened up the book of the Deva's letters, one of the books of the Deva's letters, am not sure what volume it is. Open it up, I look at the first line that my eyes fall on, and I begin to read the first line. The Deva says as follows. He says, since you were a student in Tom Chetamimim Yeshiva. Okay, I closed the book. That's all I have to learn. That's all I need. What does it mean, since you were a student in Tom Chetamim Yeshiva? So Tom Chetamim Yeshiva is the Chabad Yeshiva. It was begun by the Rebbe Shav, the fifth Chabad Rebbe. And it's been going since then the generation of the, of the Rebbe Shav, the generation of this, uh, the sixth Chabad Rebbe, the previous Rebbe, of course, our generation, the third generation. That yeshiva was built um, in order to produce soldiers of Hashem, soldiers who would bring the gula. That was the purpose. Chayalei based David, they were called. The soldiers of the house of David, meaning just like the soldiers of uh, David and Melech, who went out to battle completely, completely dedicated. In fact, they even would give a get to their wives because they didn't know if they were coming back. They didn't want their wives to be aguna's chazav uh not knowing what happened to their husbands. And of course, the students in the yeshiva are unmarried students, but they do the same idea that they, 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 they so to speak, divorce themselves from uh, interests in physical, material pleasures and so forth. they their soldiers, their their job is to to bring the gula. So I was very fortunate, although I didn't really discover Yiddishkeit until I was in my 20s. But Baruch Hashem, I was able to go to a Baal Yeshiva and learn and go to a regular Chabad Yeshiva and, um, and Baruch Hashem become a Shliach and so forth. And so I had somewhat at least of experience, not from three years old, but uh, Baruch Hashem, very good experience in in Ha'int in Yeshiva. So the evident I understand is um, explaining over here that yes, you have many, many problems, there's true many challenges, and you're tired and everything else, but since you were a student in Tankrit Shiva, therefore you have special Kekhis. And therefore you will be able to succeed. And this is really a message for every single Jew. We are all soldiers in Hashem's army. All the Yiddin were called Tzivaz Hashem when they left Mitzrayim. And all Jews are really in the army of Hashem, whether they observe more, they observe less, they're more knowledgeable, less knowledgeable. They do more mitzvahs or less mitzvahs, but every single Jew, in essence, is a soldier of Hashem. Therefore, there's really nothing that can stand in our way. It's true we live in very difficult times. We're in the middle of a war. There's been... Terrible things happened. It's too hard to describe, and yet, nevertheless, we know that we are one family and one entity, like one neshama, and therefore we have strength and abilities to actually meet all of our challenges, and not only meet our challenges, but to bring the gula. It happened immediately, especially through your extra learning of Taita, your extra tefillos, your extra mitzvahs, your extra kibbutz avaim your extra giving of tzadaka, your extra simcha, and your extra everything in terms of Taita mitzvahs. Of course, davening for the, uh, the shamas of those people who were so horrifically killed, Davening for the for the, uh, for the hostages, Yiddish hostages. Davening for our soldiers, including my son, who's on the northern border. Especially for the soldiers in Gaza, davening that Hashem should bring the Ghoul immediately. All of us are soldiers, and all of us have actually superpower, superpower that Hashem gives us because of our dedication to being in the army of Hashem. And therefore, may we see the Ghoul immediately. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.